and welcome to this year's Word podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Symes. I'm an author, entrepreneur, mum and wife. In this podcast series, I will share my Word of the Year experience as I explore the meaning of the word love and how you can use this word to change your life one day at a time. In honour of International Women's Day, I'm excited to present this episode, which pays respect to the women who have made a difference in my life. The motivation behind International Women's Day is to globally celebrate the social, economic, cultural and political achievements of women. I was explaining the importance of this to my children in the car on the way to school this morning. My simple explanation was that throughout history, women have not always had an easy run. In centuries past, women were denied education, not permitted or encouraged to work outside of the home, and were not allowed to vote. My son raised the point that many men have not had easy lives either, like when they were sent to fight on the war fronts. I agreed with this, but explained that in many situations, men often had more freedom and choice than women, and were often more highly recognised for the contributions they made. Whilst not based in the trenches during the war, women faced their own challenges during this time. The role of women has transformed dramatically over the centuries, and whilst there's still more work to do, I'm grateful for the opportunities available to my daughter and I today. For me personally, International Women's Day is about celebrating the women I have been fortunate to meet throughout my life so far who have set a positive example and been role models for the type of life I've aspired to live. None of these women are celebrities. You won't hear about their daily struggles or life challenges on YouTube. These special women are people I have encountered through education, work, and within my own family and friendship groups. I'll begin with my education circle. When I was five or six years old, my little primary school attended a joint athletics carnival at the larger primary school nearby. I was swept up in the excitement of the day, going from race to race, and forgot to go to the toilet during the day. By the end of the day, I was busting. Thankfully, I made it through the marching routine at the end of the day, and thought I was home and hosed, until they made a stand in our marching formation for the presentation of the medals. I couldn't hold it any longer, and the inevitable happened. I was mortified. My beautiful teacher rushed over and wrapped me up in a blanket and looked after me until we returned to school. She assured me that accidents happen, and there was no shame in that. This happened around 35 years ago, but to this day, I am so grateful for her kindness. Through a friend's Facebook post recently, I learned she is now the principal of a country school. I was so heartened to see that she was still a teacher and continuing to share her kindness in a leadership role. Thank you, Sharon Littlewood. Fast forward a few years to high school, and I find myself at a private girls' school in country New South Wales, where I'm introduced to the principal, Anna Abbott. Mrs Abbott had a commanding presence and poise. She moved with elegance, and her energy filled the room. She had trained as a lawyer and was intelligent and quick-witted. She had a knack for remembering everyone's name. Everyone. Every student and every parent. It was her superpower. And you knew you could never get away with anything under her watchful eye. During our weekly assembly, she shared inspiring stories about courage, confidence and self-worth. 
she made it clear that men who catcalled women weren't worth a second of one's time and insisted on integrity and honesty at all times. Whilst we mocked her traditional style, deep down we appreciated the routines and boundaries. It wasn't until I left school and started to make my way in the world that I fully appreciated all that Mrs Abbott had imparted on us during her tenure. Anna Abbott and her team of progressive teachers had instilled in us the belief that we could achieve absolutely anything we set our mind to. I never for a second entertained the thought I wasn't capable of doing something, least of all because I was a woman. I was shocked when I entered the world of further education and work that anyone would think like this, but some still did, and I came to appreciate my high school education experience even more. When I commenced my university degree in fashion design in Wales, I was enthused to see the majority of my cohort and lecturers were women, as this is what I had been used to in high school. It is a commonly held belief that groups of women are bitchy, but I would disagree. The experience I have had working and studying with women has been positive. Whilst I have encountered the odd nasty person, this is not a gender-determined quality and for the most part, I have found predominantly female groups to be encouraging and supportive. My lecturers at university were fantastic role models for working mums. Most of them had school-aged children and families. They were intelligent, confident leaders who sought to turn out a generation of students with a strong work ethic, as well as a social conscience of the issues the fashion industry was responsible for such as social and environmental impact from garment manufacturing. Even though I was only in my 20s at university, subconsciously I looked to my lecturers as examples of what was possible for me as a working mum in the future. Sharon, Tracy, Jane and Karen all made the future seem bright. When I finished uni, my career commenced in a fashion buying role for a British department store. Once again, I was fortunate to work in a female-dominated workplace with women from different backgrounds, age groups and cultures. Some women were gifted designers with incredible creative talents, while others were spreadsheet wizards. The leadership team also included a number of experienced, talented women. I was fortunate to work under some wonderful female bosses during my time here and was encouraged to see it was possible to lead with confidence and be respected without having to be one of the boys. In this workplace, it was acceptable to embrace our femininity in the way we dressed and interacted. I'm so grateful for the knowledge and experience I acquired from the amazing women leaders and colleagues in this role. Finally, I would not be the person I am today without the influence of my family and friends. My mum is the most patient, kind person I know. As a school teacher for decades, she has tolerantly taught many a child how to tie their own shoes, use scissors and swim. All essential life skills. She is compassionate and giving, and always looking out for the needs of others, sometimes at her own expense. It makes me smile to think of the thousands of kids she has had a positive influence on throughout her teaching career. I met my stepmom when I was in my early teens. I have to confess I was a proper pain in the ass when she first moved in, but I warmed to her over time and now think the world of her. She is a kind, gentle soul and not afraid to whip anyone's ass in a game of Scrabble. She is always up for a robust discussion on philosophy and the meaning of life. She's also an accomplished marathon runner. 
In fact, I attribute my love of running and exercise to her. I've also been blessed with some pretty spectacular friends. Many have worked exceedingly hard to become accomplished in their careers. Some have made rich lives for themselves and their families whilst living with chronic health conditions. Others have experienced relationship breakdowns and a solo parenting or juggling careers and family. I have endless admiration for you all. No matter where you are in life, never underestimate the ability you have to lead and inspire other women through your positive influences of kindness, tenacity, determination and confidence. Today, as well as any other day, I encourage you to take a moment to give thanks to the women that have made a difference in your life. Without them, you would not be the woman you are. Write a thank you card or simply drop them a text or message of thanks. I guarantee it will make their day. I'll leave you with this quote from Mary Shelley. I do not wish women to have power over men, but over themselves. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave a rating and review. Each review helps others find this podcast, and it absolutely makes my day reading them. I'd be delighted to assist you further on your journey of personal development and growth. If you're looking for more inspiration, check out my book, A Year of Love, Finding Peace One Day at a Time. Or if you're looking for a little more morning motivation, take a look at my free course, Magical Mornings. If you'd like to learn more about journaling, my course, Joyful Journaling Journey, could be just what you need. In the meantime, if you want some inspiring journaling prompts to kickstart your journaling practice, you can grab my free journaling guide with 100 prompts. This guide also includes some super helpful info on the benefits of journaling, along with tips on how to establish a consistent journaling practice. Links for all of these helpful tools and resources can be found in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and I hope you can join me next time.